What is up guys? Combat Addict here. Welcome to another edition of My Mouth Does the Talking. This is the general podcast. And actually, the beginning of My Mouth Does the Talking. If any of you have watched my older videos, or for those of you who were around when I started to do this in the very beginning, like a couple friends I have, you know that My Mouth Does the Talking was actually just like a sort of journal that I kept for myself, which allowed me to sort of record my thoughts and things that had happened in my life up until that day that I was reporting, recording the podcast. Um, so with that being said, we're going to try to be a little old school today and just go based off of uh, our thoughts and things that we've been thinking about maybe here or there for five or 10 minutes and sort of hopefully we can elaborate on those thoughts through this podcast. That's basically what this podcast is or was originally. All the uh, MMA stuff, all the UFC stuff, that was all that was all an idea before, but but it was uh, an idea in a in a much more journalistic sense. The podcast right now, as it is, sort of started up just based on feelings and stuff. In any case, some of you may have noticed that I don't sound like complete shit anymore. And that is because I have a new mic. So, I sound fucking great. And if you want to sound fucking great, you also need to get a decent mic. Now, a decent mic does not mean an expensive mic. Okay? And I'm going to explain to you what that means. Because I am a fucking idiot. And I did something stupid. And I'm going to tell you what I did. Okay? So, when you're thinking of getting a mic for a YouTube channel or a podcast or whatever it is you're doing. Right? You want to sound basically like you want you want your voice to sound like a creamy chocolate or caramel that's how you want your voice to sound you want people to hear your voice and go ooh <laughs> i like that that's what you want if you want that you understand that you're going to spend probably close to $200 just for the entry level chocolate voice. That's what that's what you're going to end up doing. Now I knew this, but I also knew that something called research exists and you should do it before you buy something, especially anything over like 50 bucks. <laughs> you should probably do research because there's a lot of stuff out there that's overpriced, that's probably not the greatest, and there's probably a lot of stuff out there that's underpriced that's really good. So I went to YouTube and I'll, and I'll, and I'll try to find the video that I watched. I can't remember the, the name of this guy, but he basically just went and reviewed four mics, the way that they sounded, 
their build, their features, and and uh, ranked them on a scale from one to ten uh, based on all of those categories. Now, I can't remember all of the mics that were on there, but I know that the the um, the Siren, the Razer Siren mic, which runs for about 160 to 170 dollars in in store retail store was the first one the second one was the blue yeti nano which is the one that i'm using sexy little mic uh and uh there was a sony uh sony mic uh that was also also uh pretty good these are all getting more expensive as the as the as I as I say them, so um, least expensive would be the Siren. I mean, and at this point, the most expensive would have been the Sony. And then there was another one, and I can't really remember what the name of that one was, uh, but it didn't even have the best quality, in my personal opinion. Anyways, I watched this video, and I came to the conclusion that I definitely didn't want. I definitely didn't want. the siren. I didn't want it. Okay. I made the decision that I was going to go to a computer shop and get a mic, but I was going to get the blue Yeti Nano. Okay. I went to the shop later that day, so eager to just sound like creamy chocolate, because that's what we're going for. We're going for creamy chocolate. And if you're not creamy chocolate, then what the fuck are you really doing is basically what my thought process was before I went to go buy the mic. I'm in my car and I'm, I don't think you understand. I am so fucking jittery, just so goddamn excited to buy this mic. Like I, I, I really, it, it honestly, like my dick was so hard. It was like, it was like it was about to shoot off of my body like a firework. That is how fucking, I just really wanted a mic like that day. Because as you all know, I had been using just my, 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 my headset mic, which I thought actually sounded much better than it did once I actually got the product to make these podcasts. And if you were watching those, you know, it sounded like ass. It sounded fucking awful. I did not sound professional at all. Um... So I was just, I just couldn't do any more podcasts or shows with that quality. It just could, I couldn't do it. I would just pull my fucking eyes out if I had to do that. So I went to the store and I was already like, I, I had made up in my mind that I was buying this mic today. I got there and I've got my max mask on and everything. Actually, they gave me masks because I kept fucking forgetting my mask at home. Which I, we should talk about that later. I'm so sorry. So sorry to everyone who I've ever been around without a mask. Um, honestly, after a point, I decided that I wanted to wear one just because, you know, I mean, originally, you know, you wore the mask because you didn't want to catch it from anybody. But now it's kind of become a thing where it's like you don't want to spread it to anybody else. And I mean, we might be going on a detour here, but uh, we'll get back to that. But the point is, I I just kept fucking forgetting the mask, you know, and I felt really fucking bad. So I walk into the store, the computer store. They've got a bunch of masks masks out, and 
they give me they give me a couple masks and I'm like fucking sweet. They take me over to the mic section and all of the mics are fucking gone. They're gone. All gone. I'm like, fuck. You got any in the back? You know, you got any mics? They're like, yeah, we just got a shipment in. I'll go back and see if we got, got any mics. What does he come back with? Lo and behold, he comes back with the Razor Siren. The piece of shit mic that I told myself, like out of all of the mics, that is the one I definitely don't want. Like, don't get that one for sure. Like, I literally like sat down, watched a video, made notes and everything. And I was like, that one, no, don't get that one. But my dick is so hard for this voice quality that I'm looking for. That I sit there and I look at it. I even say to the guy who brought it out. You know I said this was the mic I'm not going to get. And you know what I did? I bought it anyways. <laughs> I fucking bought it. Any fucking ways. Because I was so horny. For this voice quality. To just get rid of the shitty voice quality. That I already. Had in my videos that I just couldn't, I couldn't wait. I was like, ah, fuck it, it'll be fine. And at the moment, I'm not hearing the shitty voice quality the quality that I heard in the YouTube video I had watched earlier at that moment. In that moment, I'm thinking, ah, well, I guess it's probably not gonna be that bad anyways. It probably doesn't matter. So not only do I buy this thing, but the guy upsells me on a warranty or at least as his co-worker had done before I brought it to the counter. And I buy the fucking warranty for $17. So you got to understand, this mic was probably something like 150 bucks. I spent 100 and and um actually no, cuz it was it was 177. So it was like 160 bucks and I bought it for like $177. I bought this mic for A two-year warranty on the bitch. I mean, I fucking went all out on the mic. I said I was not going to fucking buy. <laughs> and I did it anyways. So I bring the mic home. And I'm at this point, I'm fine. You know, I'm happy with life. You know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, it's not the greatest quality. But it's not going to be horrible, right? It couldn't be horrible. I plug the mic in. I go, test, one, two, three, test, one, two, three. I listen back to it. Oh my fucking God, man. I Honestly, I, like the way it sounded to me, it was like if a computer could be a cigarette smoker and cough dust out of their throat, that's what the fuck it sounded like. To me, I was like, oh my fucking God, what did I just do? <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? I just wasted $177 exactly on this shitty fucking mic. Why did I do this? I told myself. <laughs> I told myself not to do this. And I did it anyways. What the fuck? So I call the fucking computer shop and I'm like, hey, first off, I've been in and out of this fucking computer shop. For days. Like, I literally went to that computer shop, I think it was four times in two days once. Because I was building my computer, 
and there were just there was just fuckery going on where cords weren't long enough and the fucking fan wouldn't mount and all kinds of just stupid shit. So they already must be sick of me, is what I'm thinking, right? Just my fuckery is just unfucking tenable. Just how unbelievably shitty of a human being and customer I am with these guys. They must fucking hate my guts. They're probably so glad they haven't seen me in in like two weeks. I was just awful. Anyways, I called these guys and I'm like, hey, is there any way I can return this mic? And the guy, you can hear on the phone, he's like, oh, this fucking guy. He goes, what? No, you can't return the mic once you open it. And I'm just like, oh, okay, sorry. Just, just, just checking. Sorry. Okay, I'm gonna hang up. I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. And like, I didn't say that, but I might as well have. And he would have been like, yeah, yeah, you are an asshole. Fuck you. So I fucking hang up and I'm and I've got this shitty fucking mic that I don't fucking want that sounds like fucking dick in a bag. It sounds like dick in a box. It sounds like the fucking lonely island dick in a box, but if you actually received a dick in a box and then turned that into music or audio. That's what it sounds like. At least to me at the very at the very beginning. So literally, same fucking day. I'm not even kidding you. I, this literally all happened within two hours, okay? Same day, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can live with it. I mean, I got the two-year warranty on it already. I might as well just fucking deal with it, right? My body can't. It won't let me. My brain is like, I cannot listen to this shit. I will not create videos and podcasts with this voice voice quality. It's not happening. I won't do it. <laughs> so guys, I bought the fucking Yeti Nano literally like 30 minutes after I bought this this fucking other mic. And guess what? The Yeti Nano was like $20 cheaper. It was a way better mic. I got it off of Amazon. I had to wait a week. But at least it sounds good. <laughs> So, so I guess I said all of this to make a point that A, doing that research is good, everybody. But please do not make the mistake that I made with this fucking mic. Because now I've got a useless $177 fucking mic that sounds like dick that I just don't fucking want. And I gotta find a way to get rid of this and just make sure that it's not a complete fucking loss. But it honestly feels like it is. Like, I mean, I, it, I, I'm glad I have this now so that I sound better, right? But I mean, fuck. That is so shitty that that happened. Make the right decision. If you do a bunch of research and you decide that something is good for you and something is not good for you, do not go back on that, no matter how you feel in the moment, because you will fucking regret it and and question your fitness as an organism to survive and pass your genes on to children, okay? You will question that. <laughs> You're going to be like, how did I make it? How did my ancestors make it? When I'm making decisions like this. <laughs> Anyways, man. I fucking got the right mic now, finally. So that's why I sound better and not like a fucking idiot. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
The razor, once you get past that first stage of disgust, doesn't sound awful. It doesn't sound terrible. It sounds alright. Doesn't sound as good as this, but it sounds alright. And it did it did me well for a week, maybe a week and a half. So I mean it I got something out of it. Trying to get rid of it on Kijiji now. And can I just say that Kijiji is a weird fucking place. It's weird. It's fuck it's a weird fucking place, man. Kijiji is fucking odd. You'll go on Kijiji, post something. Somebody will be like, hey, can I buy this for half of the price that you, you listed it for? You'll be like, um, how about three quarters? And then you'll just never hear from that human being ever again. They'll just be like, nope, that's it. If I can't get it for 50%, I don't give a fuck. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> You'll just never hear from that human being again. It's fucking weird, man. Or like, man, this is fucking wild. Like, okay. Literally, I put something on... I put the fucking mic on Kijiji for like 130 bucks, right? I got it for like 177 So I'm doing them a $47 favor off the fucking bat, right? Somebody's like, a hundred bucks? I'm like, sure. Never heard from them again. They just fucking, di they just disappeared. Just fucking faded off into the distance. Like that black guy with the dreads that we used to see in Vines all the time. Just fucking vanished. Don't know where the fuck the person went. So confusing. <laughs> I'm like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> I didn't even try to negotiate up. I just gave you what you wanted. And you abandoned me. It's fucking weird, man. And then right after that, no bullshit. I'm, this, I can't make this shit up. This is real. I didn't even know anybody would try this shit on Kijiji. Somebody goes, this still available? I'm like, yeah. I mean, the guy, you know, who asked for, you know, it before just isn't saying anything, right? So I'm like, yeah, it's still available. He goes, um, I think he says something like, are you open to trading? I was like, <laughs> I think I responded. I said something like, um, I don't know what you mean by that. Like, like you want to trade me something for it? And in my mind, I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? Like fucking 10,000 BC? Are we fucking hunter-gatherers? I'm, I'm exchanging fucking barley for this mic? Like, what do you want to do? Give me fucking three pounds of fish for this, this, this mic that I paid $177 for? What the fuck? <laughs> Who is this guy? Is he from the past? Did, did they invent time travel? Who the fuck is he wants to trade? I'm like, what the fuck are you going to trade me that is going to equate the value of this brand new mic that isn't even two weeks old? What the fuck are you going to give me, really? And I'm almost, I honestly, I want him to respond because he might just not say anything, which would make me really sad because I'm going to be straight with you. I don't actually think he's going to be able to trade me anything for it. Like, 
there's nothing really that I want that badly that he could trade me for. Like, unless he's going to give me, like, like a bunch of games or something like that. Like, because the thing, I paid 177 bucks for it. So it's like, unless you're going to trade me, like, two brand new games or, like, a, a $100 Steam gift card or something. Like, I don't understand what exactly you're going to be able to trade me that's going to equate this brand new mic. Especially considering I'm already taking a loss on it. I just don't understand what you could give me. You know? It's not even that I wouldn't even be open to trading. I mean, fuck it. You know, I'll go back to 10,000 BC if it means I can get something out of this fucking mic. I don't really give a shit. You know what I mean? That's fine. I'm just thinking to myself, what the fuck are you going to give me? I'm actually genuinely curious. And I, I want him to reply. Like, I want to know. Even if it's some shit that I would never trade the mic for. I just want to be able to conclude this fucking story. Because that's where we are right now with it. We're in limbo. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I responded to this guy earlier this morning and he hasn't said shit to me. So I've got no fucking idea what he actually was going to trade like with me with. And I imagine it's not like some other electronic either. Because he's, he's asking for a mic. So it's it couldn't be that he's going to trade me a mic for a mic. That wouldn't make any sense. I'm seriously curious. I'm I've and has anybody heard of this before? I'm sorry. Like Kijiji does not even have that as an option on its website. Like trade. No one fucking does that. Does has anyone heard of this? It's fucking weird. It's weird, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but he's on some fucking, like, 1700 shit. He's really out here trying to trade. And he didn't even give me anything to work with. That's the next thing. He didn't say, do you want to trade this for your mic? He just said, are you open to trading? What kind of sketchy shit? Is what the fuck are you talking about? I hope this guy's not like a like a like a pioneer of the dark web and he's going to trade me like I don't know a vat of LSD for this fucking mic. That's so fucking vague and sketchy. You just what do you mean trade? Trade what? He's a fucking satanist. He's like trade me your kidneys. I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck he wants. It's weird. It's some weird shit, man. Anyways, man, I'll tell you how that goes, but I'm I'm genuinely curious. I'm actually less concerned about getting rid of this mic now. I, I actually want to know what he's going to trade me for or what he's going to suggest. I hope it's some outrageous shit because that would make all of this so worth it. If it was like some funny fucking shit he wants to trade with me for, then that'll just be a story that I'll have forever. And it just it won't even matter that I spent all this money on this mic because... This guy's going to come back with, like, a fucking ant farm. <laughs> He's going to, you want to trade an ant farm for your mic? That's not right, man. You can't abandon all those ants. They bonded with you. You've got a special connection to those ants now. You're just going to fucking leave them? Motherfucker, that's not right. You know how hard they work? Bitch, you know how much fucking weight in proportion to their body size they lift? Motherfucker, you can't just abandon ants. It's wrong. <laughs>
Fucking hell, man. All right. Well, let's let's get into let's get into other stuff that we're going to talk about today. I was going to talk about um, how sometimes life life sneaks up on you, man. Sometimes, sometimes you don't even know you don't even know that you're a completely different person. You know what I'm saying? Until until one day, or not even a completely different person, but that you're in a completely different situation. Until one day, you go to do some shit that you used to do, and it's 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 uh, completely different. The experience is completely different. <clears throat> For me, that was like, um, so as, as a lot of you know, I, I moved, uh, I moved away from, uh, the, where I was living, um, a couple months ago, right? At that time, in order to do that, I had to make some extra money, you know? So I was Uber, dri Uber driving like a motherfucker. I was doing Uber Eats. And I mean, making these decent money, pretty good money, you know, uh, but it was what I needed to stay afloat for that little rough transitionary period. And I did all kinds of fucked up shit in that time, man. I mean, if you, if you don't know, um, I'll just go into it briefly at that time. I mean, there was a period where I lived in my car for seven days. And then after that, I took a, a place that was really beyond unclean it was so fucking dirty i i had to clean that bitch up with so much bleach that it actually fucked my lungs up i survived on chicken and peanut butter sandwiches for like two weeks like it was fucking crazy and i'm talking like ready-made rotisserie chickens that i divided up and and kept in my car for that week when i was you know living in it and then after that man i had to like ration food and there was one month no bullshit where I fucking ate nothing but pasta. That was it. That was everything I ate. I was fucking Italian for 30 days. Pasta every fucking day. Because they had a sale on pasta. And I needed to fucking... Serve, I, I, I had a debt that I needed to pay off. And I wasn't fucking around. I was basically... In my mind, I was like, every dollar counts towards paying this fucking thing off. There's interest accruing on it. I need to get rid of it. So... I ate nothing but pasta for like 30 plus days and, 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 um, yeah, man, it was fucked up. It was a fucked up time when I needed money and I, I really, I needed to do the shit like seriously. Like I needed to Uber drive for like six plus hours, you know, at least two days out of the week in order to fucking get this shit done. And, um, that was at the very beginning, but then the pandemic starts and I can't do that anymore, right? I can't do that because everything is shut the fuck down and uh, you don't know who you're going to transfer the thing to. You know, I go out Uber driving, I catch, I catch it, I give it to some old lady or some shit and they die. You know what I mean? So the world shut down and honestly, I, I said to myself, I'm going to stop Uber driving the fucking week, the, I'm not even kidding you. I said, I'm going to stop Uber driving. And like four, five days later, they were like, everything is shut down. It was crazy. 
It was crazy, the timing on that. Anyways. Anyways, point is, man. Um, I had to do it at that time. I had to do it because, or not even had to do it, but it was, it was in my interest to do it because it was the quickest way to getting rid of this debt. Specific debt that I had. In the time between that and, and reopening, I paid that debt off. Um, I just, you know, was smart, just budgeted, uh, at that time, you know, I had finally been, been kind of on my feet for long enough that I could kind of look at my expenses and kind of figure out what exactly, you know, I had to do to keep afloat. And, and, uh, I had, I had, uh, weathered the worst of the storm, you know, it's like, if I hadn't Uber drove it driven, I could have been fucked uh, at a time, but because I did, uh, you know, I was fine. It wasn't until like a week ago when I, you know, decided to Uber drive again, just because, you know, well, you're paying insurance. Like you might as well make use of the fucking thing. You know what I mean? So, so I decided, okay, I'll go out and Uber drive again. It was only at that point when I was Uber driving that I realized like, I didn't need, like, I knew I didn't need to do it anymore, but it's different when you're Uber driving and you know you don't need to do it because the last time I had been driving, I was driving under the impression that I had this thing that I needed to get rid of, but now I had already getting, gotten rid of it. So this was the first time that I had done it again and like almost everything about my life had changed. This was the first time I had done it again and I was like, well, you know, I'm not planning to be a fighter anymore. I'm not planning to 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 pay anything off anymore. I I know I'm set when financially. Oh fuck. And that is what I mean when I say sometimes life sneaks up on you because at that very moment I got that feeling and I and I'm so sure that so many of you have experienced this before. The feeling similar to when you graduate or when you've worked just on a, there's a something that you've worked really hard on, like for months and you are finally at a stage where it is over. Like you never really have to do it or worry about it again. There is a, a strange, there is a strange relief. There is a strange relief there. I'm saying it's a very surreal feeling. And it is honestly the, I, the best way for me to, descri to describe it is like the week before you graduate, like grade eight or 12 or university or whatever. And you don't really have to do anything anymore. Like maybe you're just doing things like going to classes as a formality, but it's over. That feeling has got to be one of the greatest feelings that humans experience. And I don't know what it is because it's not really just relief. That's not what it is. It's something else completely. It's like a mix of relief and just awestruck, just, just awestruck wonder. There's not really a name for that emotion, but you all know what the fuck I'm talking about. I mean, I imagine you do. If you don't, I feel bad for you. But there's a feeling you get when it's like basically over and you're just kind of going through the motions. There's a, you're just relaxed. 
and, and, and sort of in awe of the fact that, oh shit, like I don't have to do this anymore. It's over. Like this is this thing that I've been struggling with for so long isn't an issue. It's fucking over. And you just kind of sit, you're kind of like, oh fuck, like over and over again, you kind of realize it again and again and again. And you're like, holy fuck, it's really, that's really it. It's fucking, um, it, it's, it's game, game finished. It's like, oh fuck. That feeling has got to be one of the greatest human, human emotions feelings that we have. Nobody ever talks about that. But, but I think it's because it's such a rare experience. You feel that thing so rarely that it's like to have a word for it would be would be like almost impractical because you just never who describes that feeling ever or talks about it none of us do we're all just oh it feels good it just feels great you know but that is a very specific emotion like you don't feel like that every year of your life like straight up man think about it like if you graduate high school or something and you don't really do anything super challenging in that time you only feel that once once you're graduating at the end or if you had like a difficult project within that time maybe you feel it then like maybe you had i don't know like a fucking maybe you were like an athlete or you were an actor and like you you worked you you worked like but even then, it's like that. That's, that's it's it's like that's not even the same thing because what I'm talking about more 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 true like truly is like something already being set in stone as opposed to like you achieving something and being elated that that thing is achieved. I'm talking about like. Something is already like a done fucking deal. You labored really hard for it and it's already like finished. It's over. Like you've already done the legwork. You're just now watching like your life just change and metamorphosize into a much more manageable thing. You know, it's hard. Like not many things are like that. If you organize like an event, and it takes you months to organize that event. It might be something like that. You know what I'm saying? If you Or if you organize like... I don't know, man. I'm just rambling at this point. Point is... I just had that feeling this week. Because I realized I didn't really need to do this anymore. Like, I don't really need to Uber drive. I can just do it, like... If I want to. It doesn't... It's not... It's not this thing that I have to do in order to... to 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 get rid of get rid of a monkey on my back you know and i think that that's pretty fucking great and i think that when you have that feeling and if you haven't had that feeling man i hope you get it one day but if you have that feeling i think you should really embrace it and 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 uh enjoy it you know enjoy it but yeah man before you know it, sometimes you're just a different human being entirely. Little changes here and there just, just make everything different, you know? For me, it was like, oh, well, you know, 
I don't necessarily want to be a fighter anymore. And, oh, you know, I don't necessarily, I don't have debt to pay anymore. And, oh, you know, I don't, I don't live in the same place anymore. And those three things completely changed the dynamic of my life. Stuff like that could happen and you could be a different person in like months. Just little things here and there that you don't notice until a particular time. Um, I, I want to talk about, talk about the, this fuck boy. Let's, uh, let's, 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 let's do this. Let's, um, <clears throat> so, so basically we're, we're, we're going to talk about homeboy here. Okay. Hold on. Let me just, uh, just. We're gonna talk about homeboy here, all right? Cause this shit is fucking wild. My name's Lloyd Crawford. What's your name? Put the phone down. What is your name? I'm not telling you. You're not telling me what your name is. You're sitting here in Germantown, Tennessee. That's right. Are you from Germantown? East Memphis. You're not from Germantown. No. Okay, but you're sitting here in my town promoting your violence. Have you been drinking? No, I haven't. Smells kind of like you've been drinking. Well, I tell you what, pal. You give me a call. I would like you out of my town. Quit. There we go. Thanks, Lloyd. Drive safe. Don't get a DUI. Fucking idiot. Thanks, Lloyd. Drive safe. Where is it? You out of my town. All right. So. So listen. This guy. Actually, I guess you probably want to see this. So, we all know who the fuck this guy is now, okay? That's that. Like, we know who he is. So, this is so fucking crazy. I can't even believe this guy did this. And I feel bad for certain generations of people because I feel like they don't really know the, the like, how technology or the internet works like this guy lloyd v crawford from financial consulting group who is a partner at 940 gardner arbor Drive. there's a lot of information here that this guy just gave out online and he's just being an asshole like i don't think he understands that he just doxed himself his life is going to be ruined like his life is over man his life is over. And um, you know what's fucking interesting? The interesting thing is, I actually was one of the people who decided I wanted to go try and go find this guy. Um, and would you believe that uh, uh, when I went to Facebook and tried to search this guy's name, that, that uh, I think it was Google can't remember now but at one point when i tried to search this guy's name his uh his specific consulting group along with his name was like the top search like it was like a trending search and it just it just goes to show you that people like this don't understand that they can ruin their fucking lives 
They can ruin their fucking lives, man, with the shit that they're doing. Now, Perez Hilton was the one that posted this video. And um, it says, the description says, Lloyd Crawford was, I guess you want to, I mean, I'll let you see it. So you don't think I'm lying. But Lloyd Crawford was unhappy with a peaceful protester. He gave him a peace of mind. If you'd like to contact him, he works at Financial Consulting Group in Germantown, Tennessee. <laughs> so, you fucked up, Lloyd. You fucked up. Um, everybody knows who this guy is now. And he was upset with a peaceful protester and he said something about the protester bringing violence to his neighborhood. Lloyd, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? And that is concerning to me on so many levels. Because first off, it's clear that Lloyd has a bias that, that makes him incapable of looking at the situation objectively. It is clear that there is no violence happening the only thing that you, like, if you want to suggest that there is some violence going on, the violence would have to be either the protest or what the protest supports or stands for. And if you think the concept of George Floyd shouldn't have been killed and Black Lives Matter, if you think that's violence, I'm inclined to think that you might be a bit of a racist or something. Like, I'm inclined to think that you might have some sort of prejudices that would make it so that you don't want Black Lives Matter to protest there. Maybe that's a big jump. And if you think that that's a jump, like, that's fine. You could even comment that. Tell me if you think that that's a jump. You know? But what other explanation is there for somebody claiming that a peaceful protest is violence? And it's like he doesn't, he's like, this is a good neighborhood. I don't want you people here. What the fuck are you talking about, Lloyd? Lloyd, what are you talking about? What about what they're doing would make this, would degrade this neighborhood? I don't get it. You're bringing this violence here you're, with your violence. What are you talking about? Unless his thought is that perhaps rioting may start or looting may start or something like that. But even that is like a disingenuous argument or, or it assures that you're misinformed as a million people have already said that peaceful protesters and rioters are not the same people. Not only that, it's like the middle of the fucking day and no violence has popped off yet. So why are you immediately jumping to violence? There's a bias there. For him to say that, in my personal opinion, there is some sort of bias there. The dude is fucking biased, man. The guy's fucking biased. <laughs> and it's concerning that you're biased about something like that. I don't know, man. Shit is fucking scary. But anyways... I don't think that generation understands that people will ruin their life with the internet. 
Because this isn't that, like, I mean, even, like, stuff that doesn't even have to do with Black Lives Matter, for example. Let's talk about, let's talk about, like, videos of skaters dealing with what we call Karens. Karens who just, for whatever reason, think that they have to mother the entire fucking world. And you can't skate here. Not just Karens, obviously. You know, there are obviously Uncle Dan's on the street who try to stop skateboarders too. But my point is, they think that they're like some sort of parental police and that they may just walk up to a group of kids who are skateboarding. They don't know them and just basically tell them like, just, just, I'm just going to tell you what to do now because I've been on this earth for 23 more years than you have, which is completely fucking ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. It makes no sense. I mean, if you want to say, well, you need to respect your elders. Okay, look, you just need to respect people. Okay, respect your elders. Look, if you're a piece of shit elder, I don't give a fuck how much older than me you are. You can go fuck yourself. Okay, if you're 74 years old and you call me a nigger, I don't give a shit how old you are. Okay, you can go fuck yourself. I just don't care. You respect people, not elders. And the idea that you need to respect your elders gives elders the idea that they can just walk up to a group of skaters and, for example, pick up their skateboard and throw it across the street. You can't fucking do that. That's not your property. You're not allowed to do that. Would you be happy if I decided to throw an iced coffee on your car because you parked in a way that I didn't like? No, you wouldn't be okay with that. Because even if I'm not doing something that you don't agree with, that doesn't necessarily mean that I have the right to now fuck with your shit. For some reason, adults seem to believe that they can do this to teenagers. I don't get it. Or not even just teenagers, just people who are skating. Just people who are skating who are not as old as they are. It's fucking ridiculous. Those people don't understand that we've all got cameras, we'll record you, put you on the internet, somebody is going to see it, and then you'll look like an asshole. A, because out of all of the causes in the world for you to die on, you choose kids skateboarding or somebody protesting, that's the fucking hill you chose to die on? You're an idiot. People are going to find you and they're going to ruin your life, and I'm not going to be... Um, I'm honestly not really going to fucking feel sorry for you. I mean, I'm sure if I saw like all of the horrible things that it did to your life and everything like that, I would feel sorry for you. But um, I'm not seeing all of that. So at this moment, I don't feel sorry for you. That's something I'm realizing about punishments, though. If you're if you're a, if, if you're an empathetic person. Like, have you ever watched a show where a villain is, they're just like such a piece of shit. Like the character is just such a piece of shit. You know what I mean? But then they go through, they go through something so awful. So awful that you almost like for a moment, like even though you wanted to see them get fucked up, you're like, oh. Oh, okay. This is, this is too much. This is enough. 
even if technically it's not proportionate to what they did. Because I've had that moment, and I thought I've always thought to myself, man, what the fuck is that? I mean, how, how, how much do we really want retribution if that is something that I feel? Because here's the thing: this is, and I don't know, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is just a thought I've had. So let's say you've got like a drug dealer, and or like a pimp, who just he's just a piece of shit, just beat the fuck out of like countless women just just fucked them up and sold drugs and got them hooked on heroin and used them and blah 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 fucking blah and you know he, he commits murder one day he fucking shoots somebody and kills them and because of that they put him in jail and then he doesn't pay well in jail so they put him in solitary confinement we're all gonna say fuck that guy <laughs> he deserves to be in solitary confinement good you know what i wonder i always wonder like if we saw like a movie like adaptation of what it was like for him in solitary confinement. Like if we got to see every instance and moment of his suffering, at what year would we all be like, oh my God, please take him out of solitary confinement? Would us would we ever say that? Is do we have what I'm saying is like, is there a point where our empathy will just override? The immediate judgment that we put on the motherfucker. That's what I'm curious about. At what point are we just like, oh my god, okay, it's enough. Because the truth is, like, there are people who have done horrible, awful, awful things. And we're like, you should put them in solitary confinement for the rest of their life. And we're so quick to say that. But I, I really don't think we mean it. Because if we saw what that would do to another human being... Or if we saw what it was doing to that human being who we, you know, sentenced it to, we'd feel a different way about it. That's just my personal opinion. That's what I think. It's sort of like you're like, I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of this guy. And then you're fighting him and you hit him and he's like defenseless on the ground begging you to stop. <laughs> and even though you said you were going to beat his fucking face in, you just feel bad, so you stop hitting him. That's what I imagine it's that, it, that it's like. But I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Maybe we just don't... Maybe maybe there are people... I actually believe that there are people out there who don't give a fuck. Who would be like, yeah, I, I, there's no amount of pain you could show me this guy having that would make me feel anything, you know? Kind of like Hugh Jackman in Prisoners. When he grabbed that guy that he thought, you know, took his, his kid. And he just fucked him up. Just like in the most fucking evil way possible. To the point where like you really felt awful for this human being that it was happening to him. But Hugh Jackman just didn't give a fuck. I bet there are people like that out there. Who just, there's no amount of suffering that you could endure. That would, that would make you eventually feel bad for the individual. But, I mean... I don't know. I I don't know which one of those is right, by the way. Maybe, maybe, maybe you just need to be able to punish people like that indefinitely for, for justice. Can we just talk about how, uh,
so Facebook, so I think it's Stop the Hate is a uh, is an initiative that is uh that has got plenty of companies to boycott um to boycott Facebook because they're their ads and the the ad that I read like the news article that I read was very confusing it didn't actually properly nail down what the website was saying and I'll try to find the website so I can link you guys to it because I think the article actually kind of fucked it up a bit but basically like a coca-cola ad will appear beside uh, a racist meme or something like that on a on a militia group's you know, Facebook group, a militia Facebook group or something like that. So the 3% is like this, this militia, uh, themed Facebook group. And they believe that only 3% of the population fought against what would be the British during the revolution, which apparently is not historically accurate. According to this website that I'm going to link to you guys in the description, um, I'm assuming that that's not accurate because that seems kind of like fucking ridiculous. Like, you mean to tell me that 3% of the fucking colony fought against the entirety of Britain who conquered, like, the world and won? Seems like bullshit, but I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Uh, I will just say that, you know, as of right now, I think it's probably bullshit. In any case, these guys are like, you know right to bear arms and all that because the government might turn on their people. Uh, but they're also, you know, a bunch of assholes who might have a joke about, you know, Aunt Jemima actually being Aunt Jihadi instead because Aunt Jemima is changing their, their, their uh, mascot, I guess you would say, because it's based off of a slave mammy, which is the right thing to do, obviously, change that mascot. And also, please... Redskins, can you please change your fucking name? For the love of fuck, please. Anyways, um So so the, so in this group they'll like put a meme up that's like Aunt Jihadi and then it's like some woman in like a hijab or some shit like that or like a like I don't know. And that's the that's the new Aunt Jemima mascot, which is completely offensive and racist. Um but, but anyways, these guys will do shit like that. And so for that reason, this campaign uh, is trying to stop shit like that. They're trying to boycott Facebook to get Facebook to take more responsibility for things like that that exist on their website. So they're trying to get rid of... Uh, anti-semitic or militia based um facebook groups they're trying to get rid of conspiracy uh facebook groups violent conspiracy facebook groups where somebody will say something like i don't know like the clintons actually run a, a massive murder ring and 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 they'll they'll show a picture of like some violent murder and try to piece together how this links to the Clintons or something. So like violent conspiracies like that, they're trying to get rid of. And um, 
a lot of the stuff like it makes sense you know what i mean like i don't know why you wouldn't want to get rid of like racist hateful facebook groups that makes sense to me um the article that i read made it sound like there were advertisements that incited violence against like protesters or 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 ethnic or ethnic individuals that's what the article i read made it sound like and i was like that's not what the fuck these guys are saying on this website at all so i don't know who the fuck wrote that but that article in itself was misinformation i was like what the fuck like honestly man i don't know i might link the article in the description and the website just so you guys can look and see for yourself and like determine whether or not they're saying the same thing because i really don't think they are somebody really fucked that up and i don't know how it made it onto cbc's website but it did anyways man um So, so that's what's happening with Facebook right now and the boycotts and shit like that. And I think that that's, that's good to a degree. One thing though, sort of, sort of has me a bit confused. They want to get rid of stuff like, they want to get rid of stuff like, like just like violent, like violent conspiracies, obviously. But I think conspiracies generally could be included in that at some point. Um, and also militia websites, like technically there's nothing wrong with a militia Facebook group as long as it's not saying racist and shitty things. So, I mean, I imagine, but I, I ended up concluding that like, I bet it's just kind of like militia groups tend to have these things. So you might as well just target them anyways. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second. Honestly, I don't think that this is going to be a problem. And I'll tell you why afterwards. So don't take any of this too seriously. But this could be a dangerous precedent in the sense that, okay, well, we're going to get rid of violent conspiracies uh, because we're trying to get rid of uh, misinformation. But then we're also going to get rid of like uh, conspiracies generally. And we're going to get rid of some militia Facebook groups because, you know, some of them are shitty and whatever. But then we're just going to get rid of um, militia groups generally, which technically isn't really right because not all of them, like some of them are just, they're not doing anything wrong. They just believe in the right to bear arms, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If you believe that, that's okay. Um... And I, I suppose somebody might, you know, you know, and, 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 you know, in an extension to that, it's like you could get rid of Facebook groups that are dedicated to theories like, I don't know, Bush did 9-11 or like aliens exist or fucking, I don't know, government conspiracies. You know what I mean? Like a, a, our government assassinated JFK or something like that. These are conspiracies that eventually like Facebook could be called to, to, to get rid of on the basis and justification, like where it's like, Oh, it's misinformation. You know what I mean? Um, and it's like, <laughs> somebody might argue that, well, that's not necessarily a bad thing because, you know, we don't want a bunch of stupid people running around believing like the earth is flat or something like that. Like we want to get rid of stupid conspiracy theories like that, that have been obviously disproven. Um, 
my thought would be something like, look, man, if people want to believe stupid shit that has nothing to do with like discrimination or, or hurting other human beings, let them believe that. If some asshole wants to believe that the earth is flat, I don't give a fuck. But when you start trying to just get rid of conspiracy Facebook groups just because it's misinformation, like you're kind of actually setting a pretty bad precedent because, for example, it would have been hard for people to believe that in the 1980s, drugs from Colombia were being sold in the United States uh, to LA communities. And then the proceeds from those, from those sales would be given to Contras or Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan, uh, Nicaraguan rebels who would fight against the government by the proxy of the United States. In other words, rebels who are backed by the United States were funded by drug money. And it has been suggested by some people, not all people, it has been suggested by people that the US government knew and let drugs be pumped into black communities of Los Angeles. Um, which actually would be fucking horribly evil considering that that is probably the moment when the drugs and the violence began to peak in Los Angeles and started decades of, 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 of an endless cycle of violence and drugs that was elaborated on by rappers coincidentally in the late 80s and early 90s. So, and obviously still today too. So it's like, if that was true, that would mean that the government of the United States was in part responsible for the, <laughs> the fucking shit show that befell LA, South Central LA. Now, there's no proof, or from what I've read so far, that the government, like, knew, knew, but everybody seems to say that, and uh, it may be a bit of misinformation that they, like, properly knew, but they also could have turned a blind eye, and there were CIA agents who uh, had a, had a DA, DEA investigation just, like, completely circumvented, like, randomly out of nowhere. I'll link to the thing that I'm reading about that as well. I haven't even finished reading it, but my point is something like that goes down today. Somebody starts a Facebook group about it. Oh, that's a conspiracy. That's misinformation. We'll get rid of it. I don't know, man. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. So that really is like a huge fucking stretch. And honestly, probably it's not going to be an issue. But my point is, if something like that did go down and we knew about it, we couldn't even fucking talk about it or not even knew about it, but just suspected it. You couldn't even fucking talk about it because somebody might just say something like that's a violent conspiracy. It's misinformation and Facebook, you need to take this down. That's, that's, that's not too many steps off. Like that's, that's plausible that that could happen. That's not even a slippery slope. That's, 
That's pretty damn fuck. That's pretty fucking close. You know, you can you can get there logically. So I'm just saying, man. It kind of. I mean, while it's a good idea, the fact that they're going after these groups that really have nothing to do with like discrimination or 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 violence against people. That's kind of concerning. It's like, why are you going after that? Why are you going after militia groups and like conspiracy Facebook pages? I don't get it. But once again, I actually don't think it's going to be a problem. Don't take that too seriously. Because I really believe that like all of these crazy groups or whatever, like if they can't survive on Facebook, they're just going to go to Reddit or they'll, they'll make their own fucking website. So it probably won't matter. <laughs> I just thought that that was a cool thought. I just thought that that was interesting to think about. Because I'm, I'm looking, ever since I read 1984, I'm always looking for the new, the new INSOC, INGSOC, the new socialist state that's going to take over everything and control everything that you want to do and say. I think it's fun to just pretend that the world is going to fucking implode. But it's not. We're going to be fine. Everything's fine. Don't worry. We can get rid of shitty Facebook pages. It's not that serious. Trust me. It's fine. I was thinking about the music that I listened to. And I listen to, I listen to all kinds of music. But some of the music that I listen to... Man, it, it's it's seriously like the most amoral music in the sense that what I'm really listening to is like a bunch of dudes who lived a very, very hard gangster life who don't live that life anymore as far as I know. Just talk about that. Just recount all of the shit that they did or didn't do. And not in the way where they like regret it in the way where they're like, yeah, like me and my, me and my, 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 I'm trying not to say that word anymore. Me and my boys will roll up with sticks and fucking blast you. Like we'll kill you. Like I'll, I'll, I'll hand a contract out to my shooter and he'll kill you for, for $50. They're talking about shit like that. And I honestly, I, I, I'm kind of torn because it's one thing if you've got fictional violence. It's one thing if you've got like something that's not real. You know what I mean? But these guys, like they actually did this shit. Like a lot of these guys actually did this shit that they're talking about. You know what I mean? Um... You wouldn't fuck with these people. And and I I don't know if I should say this, but honestly, I think that it's this kind of music, while I love it, it's entertaining to me because I don't know, I just like hardcore shit. You know what I mean? I just like music that makes me feel fucking disgusting on the inside. I like music that makes me feel dense. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys can hear that, but maybe you can. 
Um, I know that there are some young motherfuckers out there who don't have shit, who are angry and hateful. And they hear that and it is like a supplement to whatever, to whatever violence or illegal activities that they might be doing. It isn't a cause. I'm not going to say that these guys putting this music out causes people to do things because it doesn't. The truth of the matter is they're not inciting people to do this violence. They're just talking about whatever they went through. But there's a part of me that wonders like if it wasn't so cool to be a gangster, if it wasn't so cool to sell drugs and, and then rap about it, would less people do it? Man, I don't fucking know. But what I do know is that me being a consumer of this industry of violence and death and hardcore hip hop, I am, I am actively making it cool by enjoying it and continuing to push the demand for this thing. I feel like that's really Marxist. I don't know why. Like that idea. Like a, it's like a big cycle. I don't know. I don't know shit about Marx. I still don't fucking get him. Anyways, man. And when I when I think about that, I'm like, fuck. I mean, because here's the thing. Look, the truth is. I can't believe I'm about to say this shit. Black lives do matter. That's a fact. Black lives do matter. And we do need to get these fucking police in check. Okay. You know what we also need to do? We need to seriously like sit down and like think about and talk about why the fuck so many young black individuals are fucking each other up like this to the point where we got like a bunch of them famous for it. We understand that it's poverty. We understand that it's a cycle of violence where it's like, well, you know, I was born into this shit. Like my fucking uncle, my father, whoever was a gangster. I'm a gangster. You know what I mean? I, or, or not even like, maybe you just live in a fucking shitty area. You know what I'm saying? And like, you didn't have a choice. Like if you wanted to be protected, then you had to join a gang. Or it's like, it's all I fucking know. You know what I mean? Like nobody where I'm from goes to fucking university or college or some shit like that. I understand that all of that shit exists. How the fuck are we going to fix this? Like seriously. When. It's like. All of the lyrics that we're listening to. It's like. It's cool. Like you feel hard. And it's cool to be hard. And gangster. And, and fucking. I don't know man. It conf I'm conflicted by the thing. Because let me tell you something man. Man, I'll fucking recite. I fucking memorize this shit. Quarter brick, half a brick, whole brick. Fiends still hit me when they dope sick. Cook the gas for the raw. So much glass on the floor. I got my bitch kitchen looking like I broke in. Quarter thing, half a thing, whole thing. Daydreaming, thinking about cocaine. When the plug throw me action, I let my man quarterback it. Looked up and all that stacking got us both paid. Real niggas know. We ain't as comfortable as y'all, nah. Been way too many bang outs and brushes with the law. My real niggas know. 
What the fuck? Like, I love it. I fucking memorized it. That's how much I love it. But it's... The dude is literally talking about drugs. Getting money from a plug. Arguably from Mexico. Selling the shit. And talking about how... No, we're not comfortable. We've been in way too many... We've had too many inter like brushes with the law. And only real niggas know. Man, it's like it glorifies the thing. And for me, it's like... I love the music. That's the problem. I fucking love it. You know, I'm not from any of that. So I don't know if I was from there. And I experienced that if I would feel differently about it. But... What the fuck can you say, bro? Like, what can you say other than just <sighs> I enjoy it and it's almost like I, I, I like I don't know how to not I don't know how to not. How do we not? How do we make this uncool? Because we've already tried conscious rap. We have already tried this shit. We already, you know, we already had J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar and all these people, you know, talking about peer pressure and Schoolboy Q said all lives matter and like, please don't join gangs and do stupid shit. We've already fucking, I mean, fucking Tookie Williams, the person who created the Crips, literally after the fact was like, I do not fucking want people to do this shit. And we still have this fuckery going on, man. And the thing is, it's like, oh my God. Look, man, you should never racially profile anybody. It's wrong. But so much of the culture screams hostility, violence, and aggression. So like, what the fuck? Like, like I... And I think that we're coming out of it, like, we're coming out of it where it's like, and that, what I mean by that when I say that, because I feel like that's going to come back to bite me, the fact that I said that, but what I mean when I say that is you may listen to, to hip hop and rap. You may understand that there are a million different black communities and not every rapper is talking about, you know, drugs and violence and killing and bitches and, and, and whatever. To the average middle-aged Asian, white, Indian individual, that is, they don't fucking know that. And they don't hear any of that shit. They just hear the deep bass. They just see a group of young black kids. They just see, that's what they see. And that's what they hear. They don't fucking know anything else. Now, obviously, that doesn't make profiling right at all. I mean, seeing and hearing that shouldn't make you think, oh, they're a criminal. That's just a fact. So maybe I should just leave it at that. I don't know, man. I just think that this shit is super fucking complicated because I don't know how the fuck we, how do, how do we get away from this shit? How do we get away from the identity? How do we get away from black men being, being associated with 
hardness, gangsterness. How the fuck do we do this? Like, what do we, I don't know, man. Where the fuck do we go from there, from here? I don't have the answers and I'm realizing this. I don't have the answers. I don't know shit. I literally, I can't even speak to it because to be honest, I grew up in a white neighborhood. So I'm even less equipped to talk about it. But all I know, man, is this shit can't continue like this. And and the music that I listen to, while I love it, it's almost like, man, this isn't going to help anything like this. Is this going to help? Is this going to make it? Is this going to make it better? Is this going to make it less cool to be gangster? Is this going to make it so that people, you know, even if they live in these environments, think that that's not the way? I mean, how and look, man, how are we going to get people to, you know, stop embracing the dark side <laughs> for, for, for all of the Star Wars fans out there? How are we going to get people to like, look, man, don't give in to the hatred and all this shit. I get that it's fucking hard. I understand that. Like, it's, you live in, like, the fucking jungle. But please, for the love of fuck, like, you're 16 and you live in Chicago. Do not get a gun. How the fuck do we fix that? I don't know, man. It's frustrating as fuck. And I, I don't know what I could do. I don't know what I could contribute to the world to make that problem better. It's fucking frustrating, man. It's frustrating. But then there's a part of me that, and I'll just say this really quickly. It, this is not discounting any of what I said before, but it is just the truth of how I feel about things. On those days when I feel like I would seriously get into a cage and fucking kill somebody, That music is so helpful. Oh my God, you have no idea. You have no idea. Sometimes I think that that kind of shit is almost necessary as a coping mechanism. There's a part of me that wonders if it does more harm than good, but then there's also a part of me that wonders like, I don't know, like if I lived in areas like that, and I listen to this music rather than going outside and fucking, you know, killing somebody who, who accidentally killed my cousin in some shootout or some shit like that. Would that be better? Does this music work as an outlet? Does it stop people from doing things that they shouldn't do? Does it help people in the darkest times of their life? Because I'll tell you, man, sometimes there's nothing that scratches the itch. Sometimes you're just filled with so much hate and anger and aggression that you just need to hear somebody talk about fucking murder. Like, you just, you need a beat that sounds like it's from a cemetery. You know what I'm saying? You need to hear something from Derringer. You need to hear something that makes your fucking blood curdle. Sometimes that's just the way it is. And I really feel like, I feel like I'm so serious. One day it's not going to be okay to listen to music like this. It's not okay. It like if Emin, for example, Eminem could never come out today. What I'm trying to say is that eventually we're going to get to a point where like glorifying violence in music, but seriously is not going to be okay. 
I'm not going to be able to listen to Conway the Machine, West Side Gun, or Benny the Butcher, or any of the people from Griselda. It's not going to be okay. I'm not going to be able to listen to these guys. But I don't know if that's a good thing in the sense that when you do get somebody who feels like that, who feels like I could fucking burn the world to the ground, and they have nothing to listen to to help them cope, what the fuck are they going to do? That's the next side of it that I don't, once again, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I also have a theory that they're going to get rid of MMA. They're going to get rid of football. They're going to, they're going to make hockey, uh, or not get rid of football, but football will no longer be contact. No, none of the sports will be contact because I have a feeling that people are going to conclude that this thing CTE, it's not okay. We can't have this thing going on. Violence is, is, is going to be, they're going to try to remove violence completely. But once again, I can only imagine what I would have done as a young, angry kid, if I didn't have football or, or if I didn't have the ability to go punch a bag, you know what I'm saying? I can only imagine. So sometimes I think that these things exist for a reason. Like there's a reason that there's a bunch of rap and there's a bunch of hip hop that is uplifting and happy and, and, and not about all that other shit. And there's a reason that if you really need to, if you really want to, you can go over to East side Buffalo and get some shit that will make your fucking skin crawl. I really believe that like, that would be the, 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 the best justification for why this music should continue to exist. Because there are days when I am so fucking angry at everything that if I didn't have that, man, I don't know what the fuck I would do. I don't know. But, but maybe I'm part of the problem. Maybe that's the problem. You can't, how do you fix anger? How do you fix hate? That's really the question that you have to answer. If you want to figure out how to stop all this shit. Figure out how you how you fix anger and hate. And then maybe you'll be able to fucking do it. But I don't know how the fuck you're going to do that. I don't know. And I, I honestly, man, I, I kind of wish I kind of wish I did. I wish I did. Cause... But it's a guilty pleasure for sure. It's something that I listen to and I'm like, man, this is so fucked up. This is so fucked up. Some, my shooter's like Damian Lillard. He doesn't hesitate. And every time he scores on the ops, we got to celebrate. I don't know, man. I wish, I wish these guys would come out and say, look, we rap about this shit because we did it. But I want you all, any of my fans, I want you to understand don't do this shit. If they came out and said that as much as they could, it'd be different. It'd be different, man. Because at the very least, like... I don't know, man. I would hope that it would just reach somebody, just somebody out there who's thinking of doing shit like this and just be like, look, man, please don't. 
please stop the cycle of violence and drugs and, and, and killing and murder and, and gangbanging, please. Please, for the love of fuck, man. This can't keep going on. I don't know. Maybe it's already stopping. I heard that LA is a lot better than it used to be. So perhaps, perhaps it's already getting better and all we need is time. Maybe I'm sitting here worrying about nothing. Maybe, maybe you don't have to do a fucking thing. <laughs> maybe you could just sit back, relax and fuck off and everything will be okay. Anyways, man. That's that's the show for today, man. That's it. I don't know. I hope I gave you guys some shit to think about or to talk about. If you want to say something to me, say something to me. You know, comment, say some shit. I'll talk to you. I talk to people sometimes. Some days I don't want to talk to anybody. But every once in a while, I'm like, bitch, get over here. <laughs> Let me give you a hug. Every once in a while. If you want to follow me on my social media handles, Instagram and Twitter, The Combat Addict, no spaces. My Twitch is the underscore combat underscore addict. I've recently started playing Valorant. It's the first mouse and keyboard combination I've ever used, and I'm not as bad as I thought I'd be. If you don't want to listen to this podcast on YouTube, guess what? You don't have to. This podcast is on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And I think five other podcast platforms that I haven't even fucking looked at. So it's there too. And it is called My Mouth Does the Talking. So check that out if you'd like to. If you like this podcast or this video, you can give it a like. And if you want to hear more of my stupid voice, you can subscribe. That is up to you. If you got something that you want me to talk about, if you got something that you think is interesting, you know what to do. Shoot me a comment and I will look at it. Anyways. Thank you for listening to this edition of My Mouth Does the Talking. Combat Addict, out.